everyone. Welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, shapeshifters and tic-tac. That's correct, shapeshifters and tic-tac. Uh, the first sighting comes to us from, I believe, Canada. Now, I have a video um, report on this linked at the website ufowarning.com. That's ufowarning.com. And you can go there. It's about a three-minute uh, little news uh, report on it, which... They did a pretty good job, actually, and it shows some. It shows the actual uh, video that this uh, tourist took out the airplane window, and you can see this thing. Uh, very strange. It starts off. It, it's just a, like a cylindrical object, uh, kind of one of these where the object looks a little fuzzy. The edges aren't really particularly defined all that well. Uh, almost like it's a 3D image, and then as the uh, as the uh, person filming it is filming this thing it turns uh, from a from a vertical position to a hor- or from excuse me from a from a horizontal position to a vertical position just turns right up on its axis and he's filming it and then pretty soon uh, it sprouts like a couple of appendages out of the top of it almost like uh, the one the one news lady said it looks like uh, angel wings it did look kind of like a snow angel just waving back and forth as if it's trying to communicate with the person filming it now, I would classify this thing almost, it's, if it is some kind of a scientifically based machine, uh, this thing is so far advanced, as they said, it would almost be, have to be considered magic. I would call this paranormal. Uh, I, I, this type of a sighting is so beyond what you could ever think of as being uh, something made by a, a black ops or something even made by... An alien society. It's so advanced and so strange and so different than what we would normally see even appear, you know, in Earth's environment that I would have to call this paranormal. To me, it's something up there um, in the same classification as, as a ghost or even Bigfoot. Now, the thing that I find interesting about these is, and why I think they are some kind of uh, interdimensional or extra dimensional craft or paranormal event or whatever you want to call it, it seems like they show up uh, at the site. It's almost as if they intersect with us. Maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not. But it seems like once that intersection occurs, that's when the uh, the, the shape-shifting begins. And I've talked about my own experience before where, you know, I didn't even, it's just almost imperceptible. I didn't even realize the craft that I first saw was much smaller than the craft that I observed as I just, you know, basically drove under the thing on the highway. It was so much bigger. And after talking to a, a UFON um, investigator and going back over my report, then I was like, wow, that thing did. It, it was a shapeshifter. Now, this was a little bit different. It's not that it grew in size or its dimensions changed um, so, so much as that its shape changed. And it's this thing never seemed to have a... Uh, really well-defined look to it to begin with. <clears throat> now, you can go uh, on the site, ufowarning.com, and you can watch the video. There's also an article link there from Yahoo News with a couple of decent pictures, and you can take a look yourself. I have to wonder sometimes if these things, as they appear in the environment, it's almost as if they latch on to the first image they come across and use that as, as in, in some sort of artificial intelligence uh way to manifest themselves in a way that they feel will camouflage them. It's like a clumsy attempt at camouflage. And if you think about it, 
you know, what shape does a jet airplane have? Well, long cylinder tube. And that's kind of what this thing shows up at at the very beginning of the film. It's this aluminum-colored, very bright um, tube-shaped object. But the edges, you can see, are a little frilly. It's like it's trying to become something. It's almost, it's almost um, I don't know, between two-dimensional and three-dimensional. And then we see, after the guy's filming it for a minute or so, it's almost as if this thing becomes aware of the person filming it, and it wants to communicate somehow or let you know that it's there. And that's when this thing just pivots on its you know, axis, and it's now upright, keeping along with the jet, mind you. And then it springs these, oh, for lack of a better word, angel wings out the top, and like they're waving back and forth. It's very, it's very weird, very a little creepy actually, but it's there. It's on video, and it's fascinating to look at. Now the article starts off. It's written by Team Lately. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it says Mumbai, July 29th. Now I'm not sure why this comes out of. It. India, maybe they apparently, maybe I'm assuming that Yahoo has subcontracted their um, the reporting to India. It says a German tourist has reportedly recorded a video of a shape shifting object in the sky, leaving netizens wondering whether it could have been an unidentified object or UFO. The, Germ the German tourist filmed the bizarre video from a window of a plane on which he was traveling. The video shared with a YouTuber conspiracy theorist. Now here we go. They can't get through a paragraph without using a derogatory term to attack the witness or a supporting witness or someone who's just reporting it. And this is you know this is what we have to deal with is people that are interested in the UFO phenomena is just really just nasty um, prejudice quite frankly attitude toward people who are open-minded about this stuff. It goes on, it says, The video shared with YouTube tuber conspiracists disclose screen the Grim, the Grim Reefer. Now, I'm not even sure. I guess that's the guy's handle. Grim Reefer, spelled G-R-I-M-R-E-E-F-A-R, -E -E shows a shiny object constantly changing its shape. Fleet of... And then it goes on, it says... Uh, I have got this incredible sighting on film by a passenger on board an airline of what appears to be a shape-shifting object, the YouTuber said. He uploaded the video on July 3rd. According to the YouTuber, the video was shot when the plane was flying at an altitude between 10,000 and 30,000 feet. This object is filmed over seven minutes above the altitude of the plane, and it appears to be moving alongside with the plane, he said. And then it has a it has a link to the video here. This article, like I said, it's linked at the website ufowarning.com. And you can go to ufowarning.com and take a look at it. It's interesting. On Twitter, the video of the shape-shifting object has been shared by Insider Paper Today. According to Insider Paper, the German tourist allegedly noticed a shape-shifting object in the sky when the plane was flying. He used his Nikon P900 camera to shoot a video of the shimmering white object appeared, as it appeared to change shape all the time. The video divided netizens with some of it calling it a UFO sighting and others suggesting it could have been a reflection on the window glass or a weather balloon. Now, I think, 
I just want to say this. This nonsense about weather balloon, weather balloon, weather balloon. Listen, if there were that many weather balloons floating around where, air, where jet airplanes traffic at, we'd have a lot more crashes. Okay, There'd be a lot more collisions with weather balloons. Obviously, they're at a lot higher altitudes than that. But once again, it's just that human nature, that normalcy bias, to not deal with the facts in front of us and say, wow, I wonder what that is. But they have to make up these childish responses. I guess it could have been a drone, too. It says, the video divided netizens with some calling it a UFO sighting, others suggesting that it could have been a reflection on the window glass or weather balloon. People are going to call this a UFO. Well, technically it is, but I'm leaning more toward this being a biological entity or a plasma-based life form living in our, other, in our upper atmosphere, the YouTuber opined. Here we go. More really shabby reporting. So you're so desperate to dismiss what's clearly a UFO by quoting an, an anonymous person who comes up with this really ridiculous notion that this is going to be a biological entity. What, like an air whale? I mean, come on. So it's more likely that there's this whole undiscovered, you know, airplane-sized species of animals living at 30,000 feet altitude than to just say, wow, that was really interesting. I can't explain that. You know, I... I go through, it's hard, they're hard to read sometimes, they really are. I mean, just the, the really, the, just the miserable quality of writing. But it's what we have to work with, unfortunately. And you see, you see the bias that people have. They, they get these crazy notions in their head, and you can't move them. They have to, just stop for a second and think about the average human being with a brain that weighs two or three pounds, I don't know. 2.2, 2.5 pounds. How could we possibly think that the average human brain could understand every mystery of the universe? How could we how could we ever think that? How could we think that we would know everything? Why is it that people are so uncomfortable with living with the unknown and just saying, I don't know why that happened? They just are not capable of accepting that they're that that most of what goes on in the universe that we we really can't explain. It's just there. We don't know the physics of the universe. All of it. we the the physics of the universe. Well, the scientists change their mind on that every couple of weeks. But every time we see one of these UFO events happen, even with with a great film like this, it's frustrating to see these big giant news organizations, of which there's only maybe a half a dozen or a dozen, they, they basically control the media, subcontract their work to some poor illiterate in India or the U.S. who has to come out and in the first paragraph use the word conspiracy theorist. And then when it's clear that the evidence is so overwhelming that it wasn't, that, that it can't be ignored, they come up with these just quite frankly, stupid explanations of, well, it was a drone, or or like in this case, it was a biological entity. Yes, a new species of flying whale at 30,000 feet. Now, we had um, another um, case I came across, and this one happened in uh, Clovis, California. So this case I want to talk about here that happened 
Um, it was a little bit like that. The guy uh, gets some very good video of what they describe as a tic-tac-type UFO. Okay, This looked kind of like that. And uh, he gets a little film of it, and then he shares it with uh, this online UFO person. And they have a, apparently they have a tic-tac UFO channel, which... You know, I don't know about Tic Tac, but they're so tied up with the Chinese Communist Party, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they, this guy from Tic Tac had ran the video through his Apple program or whatever. And I, I, I don't know how, I didn't really explain it, but it comes back and he claims that it's got this energy field around it that you can't see in the actual original film. So number one, that distracts from the actual video. This guy, just one man, he says, hey, I ran this through a video thing, and and uh, this is the anti-gravity field that surrounded this UFO, which that gets us off on a whole other rabbit trail. That said, the, the video was posted online, got a bunch of views. A local uh, news outlet picked it up down there in Fresno, California, and they put together a pretty decent, I don't know, four or five minute little report on it where they used the video that this guy had taken the original guy had taken and I think they also used the um, edited stuff that the other guy put on so I posted a link at the website ufwarning.com and I'm thinking well this is cool this is this is some really nice non-judgmental reporting it's got some good quality video on it and they take a look at the original, they take a look at the edited stuff, and it's a fun watch for four or five minutes. It's very interesting. I put it on, <laughs> I check the link at the website, boom, video can't load. Owner has demanded that it be taken down. Now that's frustrating. So apparently what's happened is, I don't know if somebody threatened to sue the news outlet, or if it was this guy that came into possession of the video, or what. But this is just another uh, another roadblock that we so often run into because there's no there's no single clearinghouse for like a nonprofit clearinghouse where people can send this stuff to, you know, where it can be immediately uploaded to the internet and people can just use it for free or whatever. What would have been ideal is if this guy would have just completely uh, ignored Tic Tac Man. Posted it to his Twitter account or his, U or his YouTube or whatever himself. And give it, literally, if he would have just given the video to the to the uh, news outlet. And then just run with it. So I'm not sure what happened there. I don't know why the why this video would be pulled down. I mean, it, it had like 230,000 views or something. Uh, it's like a three and a half minute video of a local news outlet. They did a really good job for a three and a half minute video very i mean excellent work excellent videography and it's been on there to a quarter million views and then it says oh it's been pulled because of the person that owns the video doesn't want it up anymore so i that what does that mean does that mean that one of the people that shot the, the original video guy the guy that they, they interviewed the guy for the tic tac, tic tac guy did he demand it to be pulled down or was it the or was it the news outlet themselves it's frustrating because it seems like so often when we get these really good sightings, I mean, if you're not having to look at them through a watermark from, you know, Tom DeLong's outfit, they're getting pulled off the internet. It does seem like a very clear conspiracy to keep good content offline. Just, it seems clear to me. 
It, the crap gets on there just fine. The articles that are printed by the millions that call you a conspiracy theorist or doubt you or call these things, you know, weather balloons. You might as well call them water balloons or drones or whatever. You can find that garbage online all day long. But man, when you get the good quality video with good reporting, with non-biased reporting, it's just like it's like it's a pack of wolves trying to get it off the internet. It's as if they don't want us to have a look at this stuff so we can make our own decision. It is very hard to find narrative-free UFO evidence, believe me. It seems like everything you come across has a narrative attached. And the narrative is to either make you think you're crazy or to make you think this stuff is just all made up. A little, it, the narrative is never, wow, we can't explain that. Now this article comes from Fox 26 News. And this is a little more recent. This is Fresno, California. I think this came out maybe just a few days ago. Uh, it says, A man spotted an unidentified floating object in Clovis earlier this week. He says he was headed to a gas station on Fowler Avenue when he noticed something peculiar. It says, I got my phone out, and I started looking, and I see it, and it's just kind of dancing around, which is just really weird, said Vince Mandera. So I'm filming it, and then all of a sudden, it's just gone. I mean, it just kind of blurs out. And you can see that. This thing's just scooting across the sky, and then, boom, it's gone. That's in the video. It says, Mandera was able to film the UFO on his phone camera, and subsequently share it on social media. He says this all happened on Wednesday around 2.30 in the afternoon. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. There wasn't anything, so it just looked so odd, said Mandera. The thing that caught my eye was that it was moving so fast. I'm going to encourage you to do a search and try to find that video. I did just before I came to do the program, and I couldn't find it. I found the I I found one video that was tied in with the rest of the stuff that that uh, that I found on YouTube there. But if you can find one, that's awesome because it is a very cool video. It says, and I see this other dot kind of appear out of nowhere underneath the other one and just shoot to the right," said Mandera. So I posted it to Instagram and tagged a bunch of people to it, and this guy Tic Tac UFO decided to take chunks of the video and put filters on it. Jay Figuera, the creator of Tic-Tac-Toe Instagram page, saw Madura's video, slowed it down, and applied a few filters, revealing an interesting image. Now, this here looks like it might you might be able to watch the video here. You can go to ufowarning.com, ufowarning.com, and you'll find the link to this article. And I'm seeing a, a link to a video here. And what he's done is he said he ran this thing through some kind of program on Apple. And what it came back with is the computer comes back with this image. Kind of looks like a smoke donut ring uh, where, surrounding the area where this UFO was actually filmed at. It says, quote, when you put it into iMovie, you just change the filters, said Figuera. You could actually see all the energy surrounding that, surrounding the object. Now, I don't know how your iMovie filters energy, 
but it did create maybe there's just some little discrepancy in the light there i mean i don't know how you go from cell phone video to filtering energy but it, it's an interesting image he's created figueres put the comic put the comic filter on the video and then later later added the ink filter that's the ink filter right there said figuera now the object is actually the white it's the white in the middle all the other stuff is surrounding it there's the energy that's surrounding it because they have anti-gravity. Now, this is another thing I have to take issue with here. We started off simply with a guy who was driving along the countryside. He sees this UFO. It looks like, it looks like the Tic Tac video we've seen the Navy guys file. He gets out. He films it. I guess he did post it online. And some other random person with an interest in UFOs picks it up and begins running it through uh, what he calls iMovie filter and showing us edited pictures. Well, those are edited. We don't know. I mean, and then he comes up with this hypothesis that they're anti-gravity. Well, a lot of people think so, but we can't prove that. So now you've gotten from, and, 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 the, and the writer has, really does nothing to separate fact and fiction. Fact, fact is a guy driving along the highway, sees a UFO and films it. Fact, puts it up. Fact, fiction is another person who takes that takes that video on their own, creates images using a computer, okay, and then from those images decides that these things are operated by anti-gravity. Fiction. Fact. Fiction. Until you can prove it, it's fiction, okay? That's the problem with this type of UFO reporting. They're distracting you. The narrative is distraction. And then once a news, a little news outlet comes along and produces one of the best three or four minute investigative reports that I've seen in a long, long time, we can't watch it. Because after a quarter million views, someone's decided that they don't want it up anymore. It says, Figueres is a high school coach and teacher who says he's spoken with six people who have seen eerily similar objects in the sky. What I found is that these things are actually, they're teleporting, said Figueres. Figueres says a recent video posted to the Instagram page shows filtered video of a UFO that's been slowed down and more than 500 times its original speed. He says no matter how slow, he can't catch the object in motion. I figured out they were teleporting because no matter what I did, I couldn't slow it down. I couldn't slow the film down, said Figueres. For me, it was just interesting to see the different i mean there's like an energy ball i know that sounds crazy but there's but there and it's kind of circling around this dot said mandera and nobody else saw it you know nobody else pulled over nobody was standing there pointing it pointing it was it wasn't this big you know grandstand thing it just <clears throat> it's just there it just there it is and that's it. Not not so strange. And Clovis of all places. That was the guy talking that actually saw it. Now, and then they go back to this Figueres fellow, and they tell you that he's got a bunch of more videos you can watch on Tic Tac UFO, blah, blah, blah. It says, we reached out to the 14th, the 144th fighter wing here in Fresno about any possible sightings or, interrupt, or interruptions on Wednesday. It says their airmen were doing training exercises that day and had no reports of any airspace violation. 
Yeah, and I kind of think that if they did, they would have just written it off as a drone. But it was it was interesting filming, you know, uh, of this tic-tac-shaped UFO. I think it just goes to show that uh, the, the U.S. Navy is not the only one seeing these things. And the good news is, in both these cases, whether it was a, this shape-shifting UFO filmed out of a jet airplane or this Manderas fellow who just got out of his car and filmed one along the highways, the good thing is, even with, even with you know, uh, the problems that occur trying to get it distributed, at least they're getting some of the stuff out here. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. We have two uh, pretty decent uh, video uh, documentations of UFOs, but I didn't see anything being pumped about it on television, really. I didn't see a big, uh, a big hubbub about it. I didn't see Elizondo talking about it or Tom DeLonge or anyone like that. You know, and the fact is I can't monetize it. It's just people filming this stuff. Now, we had a little bit of problem, it seems like, when when the UFO YouTuber crowd gets a hold of it and then they want to analyze it or they want to edit it or whatever. I think it's best with this stuff. You can do all that you want, okay? I don't, I don't have a problem people doing that. But I think the best thing that we can do as far as these uh, filmed or videoed or whatever UFOs go is, first off, time, place, date, witness. You know, you want to know where it was taken, what time it was, and who did the video? Who's your witness? And then just put that video online and, and, and let it speak for itself. You know, just put it up there like a, like a, uh, like a report that we, you would do for uh, MUFON or something. Just a very simple report, eyewitness report, and put it up there. I mean, some of these guys, I wish maybe they could, you know... If we could get this stuff reported and put out there, that would be even better. But so often you see this this stuff has value, and so what happens is uh, your your local you know YouTuber from Timbuk Two jumps on it. Somebody in India wants to write an article about it, and before you know it, they've monetized the thing. And then and then when somebody wants to come along and do a news report on it, an objective news report, they're told they can't use the video. Well, hopefully next time the UFO report comes out from a, a company like this, they will only use the original video from the eyewitness and get the paperwork signed for it. You know, get the release signed right away. And and, and don't don't include these three parts. You know, so oftentimes in this reporting, and I hate to say it, but so oftentimes in these news reports, they include these third-party individuals and you, they don't do any kind of background research on these folks. This person comes along and he's got his ideas. And maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, maybe he's clear out in left field somewhere. But they put this person in the news stories, filler, and really all he does is muddy, or her, does is muddy the water. The same way they want to bring in these debunkers. And they're, so, they're so nasty sometimes. And all they do is come in and say, oh, it's a drone. Or they don't add any value to the conversation. When you have great video like this. And like I said, you can go to the website, ufowarning.com, watch the video, link to the articles, see the video for yourself, listen to the eyewitness accounts. That's all you need. You don't need to bring in four or five people with their opinion or their edit or their colorized version of it. We just need to look at the evidence of, our, of ourselves. We can make up our own minds. We are adults. 
we can look at this ourselves and make up our own mind. You know, just the facts. That's all you need. It's just like you're trying a case in a court. You just need the facts. We don't need all this extra stuff thrown into the mix. But either way, a couple of good cases, a couple of interesting cases, and the one and the one case, like I said, you can go to ufwarning.com. You can go to the link. You can, if you can get that video to work, you can see a little short uh, interview there with a guy that that filmed it. Uh, seems like a real, you know, down to earth kind of dude, and uh, yeah, we need more of it. Now, as I said last time, if you want to support the program, that helps. You can go to the Anchor website. You can sign up to be a sponsor for a dollar a month or whatever. A big shout-out and a thank you to the people that do that. we got a few, not many, but it does help. And it helps with the expenses of keeping the website up. It helps just motivate me to do this every week because it does involve some work. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.